I have a text line where I send out a free daily motivation text to everyone in my community every morning. If you want to get that text, text me at this number right now, 305-384-6894, 305-384-6894, straight to your phone, free, everyday, daily motivation. Send me a text right now. When you have game, there's no story. Work on your game. 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 Approaching the game aggressively, with that aggression, with that confidence to dominate a game. Dre Baldwin, DreAllDay.com. Work on your game. My next live event called Work On Your Game Live will be taking place January 21st and 22nd, Miami, Florida. The two-day event will be covering leadership on day one, communication on day two. But let me tell you what's more important than even the material I'm going to give you on those two days, because you already listened to my show. You've read my books. You already know about me. You know I'm 100% substance all the time. No fluff, no garbage. But what's even more important than what you're going to get from me at that Work On Your Game Live are the people that you're going to meet. I get people coming to me all the time asking, Dre, I need better quality prospects. I need to build a network. I need to make connections. I want to have better and higher quality relationships. How does that happen then? It does not happen through your phone. It doesn't happen through social media. It doesn't happen on Facebook. It doesn't go down in the DM. You need to meet people face to face, person to person, eye to eye, look people in their faces and shake hands where you are physically in the same space as them. That's where real relationships get built. And you ask anyone you know who is very successful or a person you know who makes a lot of money, whatever you consider to be a lot, I guarantee you they have a whole lot of in-person, real life relationships. Doesn't mean they don't use the phone or computer, but those relationships get built and the real money gets made when face-to-face interactions and handshakes occur. If you want to be one of those people and you're ready to step up to that next level, you need to go to where the relationships and the connections are at. And the next place they're going to be at is in Miami, January 21st, 22nd, and work on your game live. Go to workonyourgame.live to get all details, register your seat, and I'll see you in Miami. That's workonyourgame.live. All my coaching programs are now open at workonyourgameuniversity.com. We have the self-directed learning where you can get access to 37 plus courses. That's over 2,800 lessons that I have created over the years. You can take them at your own pace and you get lifetime access to all of them. That's one level. The next level is the group coaching programs. I have the Bulletproof Mindset program and the branding and business program where you get live Zoom calls with me where I do a training and an open Q&A and You get the community access, member only community where you can make those connections and build relationships with other people who are on the same journey as you and are like minded individuals that are just as serious as you are about working on your game. Third level is the third day mastermind. That is the only place that I offer one on one coaching that is for high level professionals and entrepreneurs who want the personalized direct attention straight from me, not part of a group or working with me one on one. All three levels, you can get access, you can get all details, and you can get started by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. That's workonyourgameuniversity.com. You are now tuned in to the show where you learn the discipline to show up day after day to do the work, confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically, and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, You get a huge dose of personal initiative. That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into several frameworks, principles, approaches, strategies, and mindsets. We got a daily masterclass. We wrote a whole bunch of books on the subject. And 
you are listening to that class. It is called, all of this is all under one umbrella that is called Work On Your Game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic, we're going to talk about the three most important things about you at work. And when I say at work, I'm talking about any kind of work, whether you are an entrepreneur running a business, whether you are an employee working at a company, whether you are unemployed or underemployed, you're trying to figure out what your work is going to be. I'm going to tell you the three most important things about you when you are doing your work, the thing that you are going to make money from, whatever your vocation happens to be. Now, before I get into this, let me tell everybody, I send a daily motivation text out every morning where I give you a message. It's going to keep you sharp, focused, on point for the upcoming day and beyond. If you want to get that daily motivation text, it's completely free of charge. All you have to do is send me a quick text right now at this number, 305-384-6894. Once you text me there, again, 305-384-6894. Once you text me there, you'll get that daily motivation every morning and you can engage directly with me because I take time every day, a couple times a day and go through my texts and actually respond to people. So you will get a response. And yes, it will be from me. And it's every day you'll get the daily motivation, if nothing else. So that number, again, is down below in the show description, in the description of this episode, wherever you're listening to or watching this. Now, this topic, the three most important things about you at work. I want to make this episode because we know that with all the social unrest, civil unrest, the wokeness, and all this excuse making and victimhood going on in the world over the last year plus, two years, let's just say, that it seems like people are kind of getting away from the fact that this is still a work on your game world. This is still a performance and a results based business that we are living in. I've been saying that for as long as I've been out, that the way that you are evaluated and the results that you get ultimately, like your big picture overall results that you get from work and whatever your work is, I don't care if it's playing a sport, running a business, having a job, going to school, whatever is going to be based on your performance and the results of that performance. Those are the two most important things that are going to come from everything that you're doing at work. So today we're going to talk about the three most important things about you while you are doing your work. So you understand what you need to focus on. If right now, let's say you're not getting the results you want from work, I'm going to tell you what are the three things you need to be looking at. And one of them is the reason, or maybe a combination of them, maybe all three are the reasons why you're not getting the results you want. And or if you are getting the results that you want at work and you want to decipher it and figure out why. So you have an actual strategy and a formula that you can recreate and use again to get more results in the future. You probably want to know why you're getting great results at work. So either way, we're going to figure it out here today. We're going to uncover it all. So let's get into it. Topic once again, the three most important things about you at work. Number one, this one you should be able to guess. Can anybody guess what's the number one most important thing about you at work? I mean, coming from the person that you're listening to right now, what do you think is the most important thing about your work? Time's up. Your game. The most important thing about you at work is your game. What can you do? Does your presence make the overall situation, the team, the business, whatever, your customers' lives, does your presence make things better or worse? Can you play? I mean, we're talking about a game right here, right? Whatever the game is. If you're a, yesterday I talked about librarians. Are, are you good at being a librarian? Are you good at being a school teacher? Are you good at being a scientist? Are you good at being a doctor? Are, are you actually helping people? Are you actually saving lives in, with your medicine? Are you actually giving people what they need when it comes to 
your you know, personal development courses? Are you delivering on a consistent basis with your podcast? Are you making the team better when you show up to the football field or to the track or to the swimming pool or to the basketball court? What do you do? And is your presence and your game, your performance making things better or are they making things worse? All right, there is no neutral here. You can't be neutral. Right, you're either making things better or you're making things worse. Let me tell you some things that do not matter when it comes to you at work, your gender, your nationality, your race, your sexual orientation, or any other group affiliation. All right, these things may be taken into account by other people, I'm sure. Maybe you're thinking about them all the time. Might be in the front of your mind, but let me explain something to you. In the business world, the most important things that matter are your performance and the results you produce. Maybe your gender, nationality, race, sexual orientation, or whatever other group affiliation could be a convenient excuse for you at some point. Yes, excuse for you at some point, but it will not erase your lack of game. You see, if you're a queer individual or you're a lesbian or you're gay or you're bisexual and you get fired from your job due to a lack of performance. Now, maybe you could use your LGBTQ status as an excuse for why you got fired. But when we look at your track record and we look at your performance and we see the lack of results that you produce, uh, you can't excuse that away. Can't excuse the, away the fact that you didn't perform. So let's be clear when we're talking about something as an excuse for why you're not getting the results you want, or we're talking about the reasons why you're not getting something that you want. Because the excuse is all of these externalities that really have nothing to do with your game. The most important thing to determine is whether you get a job, keep a job, stay in a job. And the kind of results you get from a job is your game. Number one will always be number one. Do not be fooled by anything that you've been told by someone who is posing as a friend, but actually hurting you in the long run because they're telling you something that makes you feel good, but it's not going to actually help you do good. Let me say that once again. Do not be fooled by a person who is telling you something. They claim to be helping you because they're telling you things to make you feel good, but they're not actually going to help you do good. So they're actually hurting you. Person who is claiming to help you is actually hurting you. The person that you might think because you have your emotions out in front, you might think this person is hurting you because they're telling you something that makes you uncomfortable, but they're actually helping you if you would shut the hell up, listen and apply what they're saying to you. So which one are you? Again, you can come up with plenty of convenient excuses for anything in your life. And everyone who's listening to this right now, from the straight white male to the LGBTQ person who is, has a gender fluid orientation, you're a girl on Monday, you're a boy on Tuesday, you're a he, you're an it, them, they on Wednesday. You don't even know which one you're attracted to. doesn't even matter. People can't even tell if you're a male or a female when you see you walking down the street and you're brown and you're an immigrant, and what's, what other marginalized group is there? Whatever other ones there are from that whole range, all right, from the straight white male down to that person that I just described, you can come up with plenty of excuses for why you're not getting the results that you want at work. But I'll tell you the number one reason why you're not getting the results you want at work is your game or a lack thereof, and the performance and results produced by that game or lack thereof. When you have game, there's no story. Let me say that again, just in case you didn't hear me. When you have game, there's no story. See, the stories get told by the losers. The lo see, the losers got to tell a story of why they're losing. See, when you win, you don't have, there's no story. When you win, it's just, I won. Look at the scoreboard. Look at the results that I produce. Look at my performance. You don't have to say much other than that. 
when you're losing, you got to tell you got to craft a whole narrative for what the hell happened and why it's happening. And what do you think the reason is? And listen, for years, I've heard from I've been hearing from these people for years, uh, whether it's an athlete. A lot of times it was athletes. Actually, many times, even still to this day, it's athletes who tell me these they come up with these great stories about why they are not producing results at their work, which in this instance happens to be basketball. And I've been telling all athletes the same thing for 15 years. I'm going to tell you the same thing right now. If you are not getting the kind of results in your sport that you want to get, the number one thing you need to look at is not the coach, is not know who's the coach's son, not who's friends with who, not who's hating on you, not favoritism, not your gender, race, color, nationality, or any of that. It is your game. Because if you have game and you're performing and producing results, and let's just say, let's just say that the coach is a hater. Let's just say they are, somebody is playing favorites. Let's just say your teammates are hating on you and they've teamed up to shut you down because they care that much about keeping you from success. Let's just say that all those things are true. If you have as much game as you claim you do, then you can go to another team and it'll be obvious on day one. Now, if you can't do that, then you need to stop whining, stop bitching, stop making excuses. And how about we look in the mirror first? Because that's where the actual issue is. Not everybody is prepared to hear this message right here. Everybody needs to hear this message, but not everybody is prepared to hear this message. Do not be fooled by the excuses that have been so conveniently provided to you by some people who consider themselves leaders, but they're actually not leaders. Right? They're not qualified for the title. Because the leader is going to take you where you need to go. I don't even know what you call the person who's going to give you something that's going to make you feel good, but is that actually not going to help? Is actually taking you backwards. You, they are actually like your enemies. They pose as a leader, but they're actually hurting you. In the business of life, everybody, you are judged by what you bring to the table compared to what you take off the table. I.e., the value you bring versus what we got to pay to have you in the room. In other words, if you're working for me and I'm paying you $10 an hour, but you only bring me $5 an hour worth of value, then I'm firing you because you're costing me money. I'm losing $5 every hour you work because I'm paying you 10, but you're only giving me five in exchange. You're fired. You're making my business worse. I don't care what color you are. I don't care who you're attracted to. I don't care what you do in the bedroom. I don't care what your pronouns are. If you don't have game, you're fired. So any of you out there who find yourself getting fired from your work and fired might mean you sitting on a bench athlete, you not making sales entrepreneur. It's something about your game, right? Don't take it as a personal attack. Let's fix the game. If we fix your game, then the performance will change, the results will change. Right? Do you know the name of the show? Let's focus on what we need to focus on here. All right, let's not throw a pity party for ourselves. Let's not bitch, whine, and complain. Let's focus on the thing that's actually going to help. In the business of life, you are judged by what you bring to the table, juxtaposed with what you take off the table. If you are bringing more value to the table than you are taking off the table, then you are a net positive, you are a net plus, and you will always have opportunity. If you take more off the table than you bring to the table, you are a net negative. And no matter where you go, nobody's going to want you around because you are making things worse. You don't ever want to be on the wrong side of that equation. You will be downsized, outsourced, you know, gotten rid of, you know, alleviated. You'll be, you'll be removed, uh, removed from your job, relieved of your duties, I guess is what they say officially. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, the three most important things about you at work. Second most important thing about you at work. Can anybody guess? I mean, if you listen to the show enough, these things that I'm talking about here today, I've talked about these things many times, maybe not from this exact point of view, but 
three most important things about you at work. This is a, a core topic of the whole work on your game philosophy. So we're talking about you at work. So we got your game is the number one thing. What's the next most important thing about you when you're working? And can anybody guess? Now, if any of you guess correctly, I want you to text me and let me know. Number two, your associates. Who are you associating with? Who are you around? Who is in your circle? We talked the law of association in episode 1880. What is the law of association? Let's all say it together. You become the average of the people that you spend the most time with. It doesn't matter how many people it is. Five people, 10 people, two people, a thousand people. You become the average of your associates. And understand that your associates is not just people. It's also your energies. It's also the places that you go. Or if you hang around in places where negative things are happening all the time, what do you think people are going to think about you? All right, this is the law of association. Who do you know? Who knows you? All right, so when we're talking law of association when it comes to people, who do you know? Who knows you? The key to you expanding in your life is getting the right people around you. There is only so far that you can go by yourself, even if you have all the game in the world. So as I just told you on point number one, your game is the most important thing. You can have more game than everybody in the room. But if you don't have the right associations, you are limited in how far your game can take you simply because there's only so much one person can do. You only have two hands. You can only be in one place at a time. If you get the right association around you, just one person. Now you got four hands and you can be in two places at a time between the two of you. You just doubled your output. You just doubled your possibilities. Because and now, again, this has to be the right type of person. This can't just be some any bum ass person off the street. That has to be somebody with some actual game. You having game and another person having game and working in the spirit of harmony. That is called a mastermind. Just two people make a mastermind. When you get those two together, now you have doubled your productivity. You and them. So who are your associations? In life, you will, you are and will be judged by the company you keep. If you didn't know, now you know. People are judging you based on who they see you hanging with, who they see you talking to, who you're associating with, who you show respect to, who know who you know, who knows you. People are judging you based off that. You might not think they're paying attention, but they're paying attention. Oh, you hang with them? Okay. That tells me enough about that person. See, somebody can see you and see that you have game and think that you're looking pretty good in their book, but then they see some of your associates and they're like, wait a minute, those are your friends? Okay, never mind. Has this ever happened? Is it somebody tell me I'm lying? Has any of you ever looked at somebody and just looking at them in a vacuum, you're like, all right, this person looks like a, a qualified candidate for something positive. But then when you see their associates, you're like, OK, all right, that's who they're associating with. I'm, I'm good. I'm good on this person. And has any of you ever been judged that way because of your associates? Maybe somebody made a different decision about you. They might have thought about you. They might have looked at you positively at one point. But then when they saw who you were hanging with, they said, eh, I don't know about that. I don't know about this person because your associates. And I want you all to be clear when I tell you things on this show, things like what I just said there, even if it hits close to home with you, this is not a personal attack to you. All right. Stop being a biatch. All right. This is about me just giving you the game and telling you what it is so that you understand why these things are happening. All right. The purpose of me giving you what I give you here on this show is not for you to feel personally attacked with anything that I'm saying. And I'm not I'm never going to say this again. It's for you to understand what is happening so that you can take the game where the game needs to go. Now, anybody who would take something like that personally probably stopped listening to the show a long time ago. So anyway, I didn't even need to say that. But it's only so far that you can go alone in life, even with all the game in the world. You will be judged by the company you keep. You're being judged right now by the company you keep and you will become the company you keep. So if you want to improve in your life, the fastest way to do so is to get around the people who are already embodying 
said improvements. Figure out what you can offer to other people that would make them want to have you around. Let me say that one more time. Figure out what you can offer to other people that would make them want to have you around. Y'all caught that? I didn't say figure out what they can do for you. I said figure out what you can do for them. And there are many different ways that you can figure out how to make yourself valuable to other people. I should probably do a whole masterclass just on that topic alone. I don't know if I have done that in the past. I talked about human capital. One way to do so is to build your human capital. I talked about that in episode 1869. If you have not heard that, then I suggest you check it out. In episode 386, I told you how to be a valuable member of a team. You could take some pieces from that episode right there, 386. But you know what? I'm going to do a whole masterclass just on what I just said there. How to make yourself valuable to other people. And I'm going to type that out right now. You could maybe hear me typing. I'm going to write that down because I want to make sure I do a whole episode on just that subject alone. Because we got, I got to make sure I lay the game out here for you. I got to give you all everything. I'm never going to leave you hanging with any piece of the game. Point number three, today's topic, once again, is the three most important things about you at work. Third most important thing about you. Can anybody guess? Again, three things I'm talking about here today. None of these are brand new ideas that I'm giving you. I have mentioned these at least 100 times in the course of 2000 episodes on this show. Doesn't mean you're going to remember them all. All right. So don't be mad if you don't guess it. Don't feel sad if you don't. But none of these are brand new. So number one is your game. Number two is your associates. What's number three? Number three is your resume, your track record, your record, your your past performance. That's the number three most important thing about you at work. In other words, people want to know when people come across you. The first thing they want to know is, all right, do you have game? Can you actually contribute here? Second thing is, who is who are you hanging with? Who are your associates? Who do you know who knows you? And the third thing you want to know is, what have you done in the past? All right, I just met you today. Or what were you doing yesterday? Or you just came around here this year. What were you doing last year? People want to know your background. Why is this? People want to know what have you done? Who have you associated with? What do they say about you? Why do people want to know your background? Because the best indicator of future performance is past performance. Any of you who's ever had a job, when you go to a job interview, what do they always ask you? All right, where'd you work before this? Why are you looking for a job right now? All right, you have a job right now. Why do you want to leave? All right, you left your last job. All right, what would your last job say about you? All right. Give us their number so we can call and find out. Let's see if that's true. They want to know what you did in the past. When I played basketball professionally, the first thing any team that came across my resume wanted to know is, all right, who'd you play? What was the last team you played for? What'd you do there? Because if you didn't do anything there, then you might not do anything here. So we don't want to sign you. If you did well with your last team, then that probably helped my chances of getting another job. Everybody wants to know what you did in the past. Any of you who's in the dating game or any of you who has been in the dating game, when you met your current significant other, What's one of the things you wanted to know? Might not have been the first thing you wanted to know, but it's something you wanted to know. All right, who'd you date before you met me? All right, who were you dating before this? And why aren't you with them anymore? What happened? What would they say about you? Now, you might not get to interview their ex, but what was happening before you came along here? What were you doing before this? You probably found out on some level. You probably were curious on some level. Yes or no? Even if you met the person that was love at first sight, you still probably still did a little bit of background research, right? I think most of you probably did. People want to know your past. Why? Because it gives them a good hint into what you're going to do in the future. Why is this? Because human beings, we don't change that much. We are creatures of habit. What we did yesterday, we're probably going to do it again tomorrow. So your past does matter. What you do today becomes your past tomorrow. So any of you who's listening to this and you're like, man, my past is a little bit sketchy. 
My past doesn't look too good. My past associations don't reflect on me too well. Understand something. Tomorrow, what you're doing today is your past. So if your past, you know, everything up to today doesn't look too good, understand you can start changing your quote unquote past by what you do right now, because every single day, the day before becomes the past. So you can change the past starting right now. Why you can't change the past past, everything that happened up till today, understand people will analyze your past to make educated guesses or hypotheses about your future. So if your past is shaky and checkered and not looking good, you start building a better past by the actions you take right now in the moment. Key insight. Let me give you a key insight about the past here. All right. This is something that'll help you out. When you have a strong enough game and you show that game in your past, like your past shows that you have a lot of game and the past shows that you have the right associations, any blemishes that you have on your past, they will matter a lot less. So I want to be clear about this. So any of you who has a past that might not be too decorated, maybe your past is pretty empty. You haven't really done much. Let's just say, for example, let's say you, you haven't done much in your past. Your past is pretty empty or your past is not looking too good. You didn't do great in your past. You have some bad things on your record in the past. If your present is showing or even some things in your past, you got some bad stuff in your past, but you also got some good stuff. You got enough showings of gain, enough stuff, enough showings of positive associations. Then people will kind of ignore the things that happened in your past. Why? Because human beings, we all have a flexible morality when it comes to our self-interest. So you got a really checkered past and I'm looking at your past. And I say, all right, this guy's kind of sketchy in his past, but damn. Look at all these showings of game. Look at all these associations this person had. You know what? I might have to deal with them anyway, because look, all right, I can't pass up this kind of game. I'll give you a couple examples. If you're trying to get a, a line of credit, for example, and you don't really have too much credit history, never had a credit card, never had a car loan or a home loan. Those are the big credit marks. You don't really have much credit. You have no credit in your background, right? Not bad credit, just no credit. But you got a lot of cash coming in right now. Your business is making a lot of money. You're doing, you have a strong showing of a strong financial present going on right now, guess what? You're going to get tons of offers for credit. Why is this? Because the game that you're showing right now makes those banks and credit card companies want to associate with you today because you're showing enough game right now that your lack of track record doesn't matter because you're showing enough game right now. Sometimes in life, you have strong enough associations or strong enough game, your past matters less. If you know the right people, you can have a sketchy past, but because you came in the room with the right person and you dropped the right name, your past matters less. This is just how it works. I remember one time I got this check in the mail from, uh, I had done a brand deal and this company sent me a check for like $4,000. It was a check and I had to deposit the check. And I think for whatever reason, whatever bank I was with, they, um, I don't know what it was, but for whatever reason, I ended up taking the check to the actual bank that was on the check to cash the check. And I was in Sunny Isles Beach down here in Miami, Sunny Isles Beach. And I went to the bank. I don't know what bank this was. Let's say it was, I won't even guess what bank it was, but one of these big branch banks. And I tried to cash the check. And in Sunny Isles Beach, the woman at the counter, she was like, well, you know, you wrote something on the check or you, I had put like an account number on the back of the check because I was going to deposit it with my, oh, here's what happened. I remember now. So I was going to deposit the check through mobile deposit through my bank account, whatever it was. But this particular bank that I was using is one of those internet banks that doesn't have an actual location and their limit on how much money you can deposit through a mobile check deposit with the limit was $3,000, but the check was for like 4,000. But when you deposit, you got to put your bank account number on the back of the check before you take the pictures. 
So I wrote my bank account number for the internet bank on the back of the check and I signed it. So now I'm taking the pictures. And then when I'm taking the pictures and I you know upload it, submit all this, I immediately got a message back from the app that said, hey, sorry, we cannot deposit this check because it's for more than your limit. The limit is only 3000. We don't accept checks for more than I mean, yeah, the limit is 3000. We don't accept checks for 4000. So you need to take this check to a bank and deposit it or something like that. And I'm like, damn, well, I didn't have an account with a physical bank, like one that you could just drive up to and walk in. The only account I had at the time was with a uh, this internet bank. So I'm like, what the hell am I going to do with this check? So I'm looking at the check and I'm like, and it had the name of the actual bank that they had an account with. So I'm like, all right, I'll take it there. So I go to Sunny Isles Beach. I'm on Sunny Isles Beach. I go to the bank and I try to deposit. I go to try to cash the check, as a matter of fact, because I have my ID. And I'm like, I'll just cash the check. Just give me the cash. So I go in there and this woman was kind of rude. And she looked at the check. She's one of those people, you ever go into a business and you could tell the worker doesn't really want to do any work. So any excuse they could come up with to not help you, they, they'll find it to deny you service. So she found an excuse. She said, well, you have this account number written on the back of the check and that's not, no, you don't have an account with us. So we can't cash the check. No, this is a bullshit excuse. But what am I going to say? I didn't know enough of the rules to argue with her or make her do it. So she would not cash the check. So I'm like, all right, fine. So I leave there and I go to a different branch of the same company, same bank. I remember I was in Fort Lauderdale by this point because I was going to Fort Lauderdale that day. So I go to another bank that's in Fort Lauderdale, right? So when I get to this bank in Fort Lauderdale, there's this young guy who's working the counter. He's probably probably a little bit younger than me. And he sees me walk up. And when I walked up, he saw me walk into the bank and I saw him like eyeballing me a little bit. And he could tell by my my physique, my stature, he's like, man, and I tried it and I give him the check for cash. And he saw the company that the check was from. And he started asking me questions about the, the company because he's like, or who gets a check from this company for this much money? He's like, and it's a round number. So it's like, again, it's like $4,000 exactly. He's like, all right. So he started asking questions. He got curious. Now, I don't know anybody who works in a bank or if anyone who listens to this works in a bank, but you're not supposed to get in your customer's business like this. But <laughs> he started asking me questions about it because he could tell that this was, he, he could, I guess he figured I was, was somebody. So he's like, Oh, he was like, uh, so uh, you kind of you do work for this company or something like that. And I started telling him, like, yeah, I play ball and you know, I used to play overseas. You know, I, I do. I did a brand deal with them. We did this event up in you know, this place and that place. And he got really interested in me. And he's he's Googling me on his phone and all this stuff while we're talking. And I started talking to him because I saw he was interested in me. And I figured if I'm being nice to this guy, as they say, you know, you catch more flies with honey than you do with salt. I'd be nice to this guy. Maybe he won't give me the same excuse that this woman in Sunny Isles gave me. and. So we're talking and all this stuff. He's looking me up. He's like, oh, that's so cool, man. That's cool. Yeah, I play ball. He's like telling me about his experience in basketball and all this stuff. And then he turns to the back of the check where I had that account number written that this, this woman at Sunny Isles told me, I can't cast the check because you wrote that account number on there. So he sees it. And this is what he does. He grabs an ink pen and he says, uh, we'll just cross that out right there. And he just crosses out the number with one line. And then he goes through and cashes the fucking check. That simple, that easy. And what am I telling you this story for? I'm telling you that to explain to you. That when your associations, because when your associations are strong enough, the past does not matter. See, my past mattered a lot to this woman, this, this bitch at Sunny Isles, that bank, because she didn't give a damn about a basketball player. She didn't give a damn where who my check was from or who I was because she didn't give a damn about basketball. But when I saw this young guy who's a basketball fan, he looked at me. He probably sized me up as a basketball player. and He was right. And he was interested in that. Now this became an association. We kind of became friends for that two minutes that I was standing at the window. And all of a sudden, the same thing that caused the other woman to deny me 
He just crossed it out and there was no big deal. And he went through and cast the check with no problem whatsoever. This is how it works in life, folks. When you have the right associations, you know the right people, you make the right connections with the right individuals, your past can matter more or it can matter less, depending on how they feel about it. So these are the most important things that matter about your game. So the blemishes will matter a lot less, again, when you know the right person and you make the right connection with them. Let's recap. Three most important things about you at work. Number one, your game. What can you do? Does your presence make things better or worse? Can you play? Because if you can't play, then your gender, nationality, race, sexual orientation, other group affiliation will not overcome your lack of game. You might use that as an excuse, but it is not the reason why you are failing. Number two, your associations. The law of association says you become the average of whoever and whatever you spend time with, not just people and is not limited to a certain number. Who do you know? Who knows you? Key to expansion in life is getting around the right people. You had the right people around you. You can get anything and everything done. Figure out if you want to make the right connections with people, folks. Figure out what you can offer to other people that would make them want to have you around them. Not what they could do for you, but what you can do for them. Number three, your resume. What have you done? Who have you associated with? What do they say about you? The best indicator of your future performance is your past performance. Your What you do today becomes your past tomorrow. And when you have a strong enough game or strong enough associations, the blemishes on your past will matter a lot less, again, to the right eyeballs and the right people. Speaking of connections, I got an event called Working Your Game Live coming up in a couple of months. The link is down below in the description if you want to come to that event. The next event that I'm having is going to be covering leadership and communication. It's a two-day event in Miami, Florida, at least with this recording. So if you listen to this like 10 years after I put it out, then go to workingyourgame.live. You'll see the next event. But the next, next event, as of this recording that I'm recording in the fall of 2021, next event is in January 2022. You want to make connections. You want to meet the right people. You want to build these associations and you want to build your game and you want to make sure you have a resume. I'm going to help you with all three at Work On Your Game Live. The way you get your ticket is go to workonyourgame.live. Go to that link. It is down below, workonyourgame.live. And that's how you make it happen. Other thing is get my daily motivation text. Send me a text at the number 305-384-6894. And any of you who's interested in being coached on having some structure in your business, having the strategy in place and making sure that you're being held accountable for executing, then you might want to be coached by me. This is the only place at all for one-on-one coaching. It is for high-level individuals. It is no bullshit. Same way I give it to you on this show. And it's 100% centered around you and what you're doing, personal and professional needs, go to the link down below. You can sign up for a call with me and we'll move on from there. Work on your game. Dre all day. I want you to send a text to this number 305-384-6894. That is my direct text number. When you text me there, you'll be part of my texting community. And that means you're going to be receiving my daily motivation text, which I send out every single day to keep you sharp, focused and mentally on point for the day in front of you. Send me a text at this number 305-384-6894. One more time. 305-384-6894. Get daily motivation.